0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are super excited to be with you on this week as we get prepared for college football that is now only 29 days away. Let's go. We have a lot of fun stuff for you on this episode. We have a review of the bet that we made and a review of our kicking... Uh, Jared just scowled, maybe you'll find out why. Our kicking competition... You'll have to check that out on our Instagram and Twitter for the videos at Loyal to Royal Pod. We have a mac preview, M-A-C, the Mac. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get into the episode, though, we want to give a quick shout-out to our Instagram and Twitter at Loyal to Royal Pod. Make sure you're leaving a review of the episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave that five-star review, download, and share it with your friends. Without further ado, let's get to it. Let's...
1: Go Tigers. That field judge on the far side
2: is in their pocket, man. Go not refuse that strike! Let's back this bullet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go, yes! Let's go wild, Let's go, baby. Let's go.
1: We're the ball. We're at a waterfall, dude. Woo! Woo! He put his butt down here. <laughs> go,
0: go, 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 go!
1: Go! 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 go, go. Shut down! Shut down!
2: B-Y-U, 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 B-Y-U. Alrighty, listeners. B-Y-U. I need you all to listen very closely. Uh-huh. This is not a drill. My ear is on the speaker. First, find a vacuum hose. Just the hose? The hose only. No the vacuum. Hose only. Remove it from the vacuum if possible. Okay. Okay. Second, you need to find an ice tray. Mm-hmm. Full of ice or empty. Empty. If you have an automatic ice maker, you'll need to buy an ice tray. Okay. Okay. Ice tray. Finally, you need to go to your utility cupboard and find spare light bulbs.
0: hmm
2: Wow. Cause we got some housekeeping, guys. Alright. There's some
0: housekeeping.
2: Not exactly sure what an ice tray
1: has to do with housekeeping, but <laughs> it's in your house, okay? <laughs> Um, Anyway, uh, so we just got back from the great outdoors. Mm -hmm. We were out in the mountains in Utah Valley at the old Provo High, and we had a little kicking competition.
0: Yes, we did. It went
1: well for some of us and not so well for others. (laughs) Well, we'd like to let you know who it went well for,
0: but first, who did it go bad for?
1: Wasn't me. I don't think Jared wants to open his mouth. <laughs> uh, let's just say the listeners have to go
2: to the Instagram okay. to find out. Yes, and if you don't remember the stakes, they were dire. <laughs> they were absolutely dire. Let me tell you, they were dire.
0: So check out our Instagram at loyal to royal pod. It will be live as soon as this episode goes live. Okay. The video of the kicking competition and of the punishment suffered by one of our your friends you don't want to miss it folks it's gonna be it's gonna be something to watch It, it was something it was something to behold check it out at loyal to royal pod now let's get in the mood for college football everyone because guess what it is only 29 days away wow 29 days 29 wow. days until week zero of college football wow. when we get to watch some garbage time football. Week zero. It'll, It'll be, be absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait.
2: Less than a month. Less than a month. Yeah, that's like one leap year February away. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. No It's a good at all. unit of measurement.
0: Yep. See, I'm always sad that the summer goes by so fast, but always happy that football season is coming up really fast, too.
1: Yes. Yes. And we are officially in the dog days where there are zero sports on. That yes. Nothing is happening. The women's Concacaf and Euro Cups are over. Um, well, the Euro is going to we'll finish, finish final up final on Sunday. On Sunday, but it's wrapping up. Um, we need college football. Yes, I think it's do. safe to say. Mm-hmm. I think we're all going a little bit crazy inside. It's exciting. No, there's only 29 days left.
2: Yeah, I, and it can't come soon enough. Uh, I must say, you know, it's a bad. Time of the year for sports when Jimmer is trending again. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you missed it, the basketball tournament, TBT, mm. has been happening the past few weeks and Jimmer has kind of soared back up to the foreground. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. As captain of the money team.
2: The money team. Floyd Mayweather's team. A basketball tournament. Um, I have some stats here. Okay. I like the, to explain why he was trending on Twitter. Okay. Jimmer's six career TBT games before his seventh. We won't talk about that one. (laughs) Before his seventh. Before his seventh, he had 29 points. Okay. 24 points. Ooh. 28 points. 41 points. 30 points. And 32 points. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Jimmer's back. Jimmer is Sure, yeah. Until Jimmer the was back. He was back. Um, how did how did his run end in this tournament?
0: Their team lost by 2 because he only scored 10 points. Over from 3. Over
2: 5 or something, right? Yeah,
0: O five 5 from three point land. Yikes! Jimmer hit a cold streak and his team could not carry him to the victory. The Money team has been eliminated from the tournament.
1: Yes. Uh question on the money th- the not the money team I'm getting my TMT and TBT and TMNT all confused up in here. Mm -hmm. Too Um, many Ts. Too many Ts. Charles Barkley's on TNT, but maybe the live tour? Mm. Anyway, back to what I was about to talk about. Where are
2: you going with it? The
1: Elam ending, where after the four-minute mark, the next dead ball, they turn off the game clock, and they add eight to the winning team's score, and that's a target score. Mm. And you have to play to that rather than playing out time, and that eliminates... Like, the end of game fouling, dribbling the ball out, like it, it allows for more of a comeback. For example, Jimmer's team was down, like, 17, and they ended up losing by two because in the Elam ending, they just went hot, and even though the game didn't end, they were able to keep going because there was no time on the clock. So what do you guys think? Do you guys like the Elam ending? Would you like to see it implemented? Or is it more just kind of like a carney game for these kind of tournaments? What, what, what are you guys' thoughts? The
0: Elam mm. ending is fun. But I do think it's more of just like a carny game. Like I don't know that if you could like successfully ever implement that into the NBA because it fundamentally changes the way that the end of the NBA games are. Obviously, like the fans would probably love to get rid of like the twenty minute last twenty seconds of the game. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Those are always atrocious Timeouts, to watch. Challenges. But yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't ever see it being like really implemented into the NBA.
2: Uh, Do you guys remember the All-Star game changes they made? Yes. It's kind of the same thing. I remember liking those a lot. And yeah, it was a similar thing. It focuses more on reaching a target score rather than just happening to be ahead when some arbitrary clock runs out of time. Right. And yeah, I'm a fan of it. I don't know if they'll ever implement it in the NBA, but if they did, I would not complain.
1: Yeah. I freaking hate the end of basketball games. College, NBA. Little League, I don't care. I hate it because the last two minutes, like you already know who's going to win. And it's boring. It takes forever. It's atrocious. So I want the Elam ending. But the only thing is... Every Elam ending game ends on a, so, like, what would be a buzzer beater, right? Game winner. Yeah. But, yeah, like a game winning shot. Game winner. So that eliminates a buzzer beater, and buzzer beaters are super rare, and so the allure would kind of wear off, and you'd kind of lose that. So that's my only hang up. Yeah. But other than that, like, I love it because it just it speeds the end of the game up. It makes it way more competitive, way more higher paced. Whether they would or not, I probably not, right? Just, yeah. I don't know. But I do like it. I think it's great. Anyway, sorry. We can move on. Um, back to football. What we are talking about. Uh, BYU is going to play Notre Dame in Vegas. Catholics versus Mormons in Sin City. Ooh. Mm. And the Catholics are coming out strong to start off. Yes, they are. Oh, now, yeah. personally, I wanted them to go like Daredevil route and wear some Daredevil uniforms. A uh, great show on, on, Netflix, or on Disney Plus. You should go watch it. But they went with an all-white theme with
2: pinstripe gold. It actually looks pretty sick. What do you guys think? It looks see? nice. It's clean. I'll tell you that. Very, Very clean. clean. Uh, this is part of their Shamrock Series games. I don't know what that means exactly. But they wear nice uniforms for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's probably the second best Shamrock Series jersey. Just behind like the New York Yankees jerseys that they wore. Oh, I don't remember those. The pinstripe shamrock series, New York Yankee like imitation jerseys. Okay. Those, I think those were last year, if I'm not mistaken. But it's absolutely mm. beautiful. The jerseys are absolutely beautiful, crisp white with very shiny gold. Now the question is, what uniform do you want BYU to wear to counteract that?
1: <sighs> hmm. If I'm being honest, I don't think we can, guys. Just knowing BYU, I don't think we can compete. Because yeah. it needs to be something new, right? It can't be just royal or just navy or or even black. Like, I've heard a lot of people say that we should go black out to go against the all-white. Black, interesting. I still think, like, you need to do something new. You have to do something that's not traditional. Because that, that uniform is so, like, it's so cool. Mm. Um, we need to do something that's equally
2: out there, equally cool in order to compete with that. Um yeah, I don't see us getting a new uniform for this game. Unfortunately, I'd love to see it, but I don't think it'll happen. As far as the uniforms we do have, the black could I mean, it look good. It's like black with some royal highlights versus white with the gold highlights. Yeah. It's a good look. Otherwise, I want to see as much royal as I can.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd really like to see like the Virgil, the Royal mm. helmet, royal jersey,
1: white pants. The one we wore for the uh, Virginia game. Mm-hmm. I think that, that was, would look really good.
0: Look. I think it would look incredible on that Las Vegas turf Oof. against Notre Dame. I hope they do come out with like like a weird logo or something. Maybe a throwback logo. Yeah, yeah, Maybe was- they go with like the like old, like wise that they had at like, at like the alumni game or something. Mm. It would uh, be incredible to see BYU pull off something. I just don't know that they'll do it like you guys were saying.
1: Yeah, it would be cool. Maybe get like a block Y in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, that would be do. cool. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about something that isn't quite as cool. Nope. There's some guy out there on Twitter. Oh, boy. His name is Gary. Gary. Handle BYU Gary or something like that. Oh, boy, Gary. He is a self-proclaimed BYU fan living in the state of California. Apparently a Deloitte accountant. Don't think so. A what? Deloitte accountant. One of the big four accounting firms. Okay, oh,
1: awesome. big four. What is Deloitte?
0: So, <laughs> he like a DMs power
2: tool. a
1: four-star
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> DeWalt. He, di- he DMs a four-star offensive tackle recruit, Ethan Thomason, I think his name is, and basically tells him, if you don't come to BYU, you're not a good Mormon. Mm. That if you're a good Mormon, you'll come to BYU. You know where you belong. What absolute nonsense. What what has to go through your mind in order to DM something so stupid in the first place that is just
2: so like judgmental and wrong, but to a recruit? Yeah, when I first heard about this... I thought he had to be like an undercover Utah fan or something, you know, someone from a rival team that is trying to give him a bad impression of BYU fans, because you have to be trying to be this dumb, or so I thought. But apparently he's real. He's not. He's, he's not, not. He's a not bot. trolling. He's not a bot. He's an actual BYU fan. You actually thought that would be helpful to tell the recruit. Uh, unbelievable. This makes me shake my head, that
1: SMH bro. SMH I'd, bro. I if I could, I would go to his ward, and I don't know, I don't know. Vote to
0: excommunicate him. Just <laughs> straight up in testimony meetings, go all in favor to excommunicate Gary.
1: <laughs> with show with the uplifted hand. <laughs> you like lower the projector screen behind the pulpit and like oh, show yeah. his DM <laughs> up there. Well, and like, "This is not good behavior." <laughs> This is not the gospel. he needs to at least be on timeout, right? Like, at least suspend yes. his yeah. Instagram or Twitter, whatever it was. Yeah, that's, no, fair. Yeah, that's absolutely
0: fair. Very just everybody, just mass report his account on Twitter, and hopefully, we can just get Twitter the
1: sympathy ban. Yeah, hopefully. Um, for those of you who love digging in the internet, I heard that I heard today this morning that something similar went on with the Notre Dame uniform reveals mm. that some old timer Notre Dame fan. Got on there and started calling out the Notre Dame Athletics Department and started talking about how they're terrible for altering the uniforms that were traditional and that playing in Las Vegas, which is a hive of thieves oh. and villainy and perverts and That's sin, rich. is like against Notre Dame's code of conduct and that they need the, the Pope or something to come in and change things about how the athletic departments run. I, could, I was just looking for it, I couldn't find the exact quote. <laughs> but it's on a Notre Dame message board, so if you want to dig the internet, go look it up. Okay. So I think it's something that's not just BYU, it's religious schools in general. I feel like always have that one weirdo out in the corner that's like taking everything way too seriously. <laughs>
2: yep. I think you summed it up pretty well, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I don't think um, we take things as seriously here on the loyal or the Royal Strangital no. Podcast, right? We take
0: sports way too seriously, but we don't take... That way too seriously. Yeah. It, it's just sports, guys. Just yeah. sports. <laughs> That's all. The that other stuff with the right amount of seriousness.
2: Yes. Insult. Mm-hmm. Including um, allegations against Deshaun Watson. <laughs> 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 Jared has bravely declared that his last straw of the Cleveland Browns what has been breached. Jared, do you have any words? Uh, no, but I have a sound. See
1: if you guys can hear this. Oh. That was the last straw. Satisfying. It's it's done. Cleveland, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> they refused to trade Baker Mayfield, sign a sex offender, and then trade Baker Mayfield for a bunch of garbage. What did they get for <laughs> Baker Mayfield again? It was a like a fifth round pick. A fifth round pick. One That's fifth it. round pick. <laughs> it That's it. A, and they chose him number one overall <laughs> yeah, as a I'm starting sorry. quarterback. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm done. And they played him on a torn labor mall last season. Yeah, I'm done. So, we have developed uh, a new way for me to choose a new team. I've been looking into it for a couple of weeks, and I've narrowed it down to 11
2: suspects. or okay. Prospects. We 11 start, prospects. We start with 11 teams. 11. Now, let me
1: read them off to you guys. We got the Arizona Cardinals. My wife, Kinley, she's from Arizona. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Chicago Bears. Okay. Justin Fields. Detroit, uh, Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Jamal Williams. New Orleans Saints. Squinston. Taysom. See I'm seeing a theme. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Fred Warner. <laughs> Washington Commanders. Uh, the Homie Hopper. Technically, Dax. The Homie <laughs> Hopper. Is on the Commanders. Uh, also, also, Dan is and, a Commanders yeah, fan. I'm, I'm going up with Dan. Um, I remember he, Dan's RG3 nose shirt. Yes. <laughs> Griffin the third nose. Um, Justin's Jacksonville Jaguars were on the list, but I ended up scratching them out because, obviously, the long-haired Lynx. Trevor Lawrence. Can't share yeah. him. Anyway, um Buffalo Bills. Uh Neil Pau'u is on the oh, okay. is on the, uh, the roster. the uh, C- Reach. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh yes. obviously Joe Burrow. Joe, also it's still in Ohio. Burrow, also they're Ohio. Tigers and they got Tiger helmets. They Eli it.
2: Apple, superstar defender. Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Super Bowl MVP. Um, the Vegas Raiders. Okay. Uh, they're just, like, the closest one. Close team. Right. Cool so state. had to choose them. The L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Justin's team. Yeah. Also, they got the powder blue, the navy bottoms with the white helmet, I think, looks really pretty, too. So uh, they're also on there. And then, last but definitely not least, the New York Jets. <laughs> Enough said. <Gosh. laughs> I hope you get that one. Um, all right. So the first round, we're going to eliminate this down to one. Okay. You guys get to veto two teams each to narrow it down for the first round. I already have my vetoes. All right, I'm vetoing the
0: 49ers and the Raiders. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Any reasons really? for those? At one point, they were both in the state of California, and as a Chargers fan, I hated the other Raiders. I hated the other California teams. The Raiders moving to Las Vegas has not changed my hatred for them.
2: Okay. Uh, let me see who's left then. I will veto. The Buffalo Bills. Okay,
1: okay, <laughs> that's good. I don't want to be a bandwagon, so that's a good, that's a good pick. No. And
2: I'm gonna veto the l- Chargers. No! Oh, no, not the Chargers. The Chargers
1: are out. Oh, you're wrenching it. <laughs> no. All right, so we're left with Arizona, the entire Chicago, Sea West eliminated. <laughs> Detroit, New Orleans. New Orleans, excuse New Orleans. Me, uh, Washington, Cincinnati, and New York. Um, right. So now, round two of eliminations are the two teams with the most recent Super Bowl wins. Uh-oh. Now, let me tell you, the most recent is New Orleans Saints, 2010, okay. they're out. Because yep. I don't want to be a bandwagoner. Yep. Right. I can't do that. Saints yeah. are out. Um, the next
2: closest... Is it the Commanders? It's the Commanders. Yeah. 1992.
0: Oh. If that tells you anything. <laughs> we yeah. cannibalized our own team
2: Okay. He's vetoing the Commanders because he doesn't want to be a bandwagoner. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. The irony. <laughs> so rich. Okay,
1: this is going to be bad. I, I honestly don't like these four teams. <laughs> so we got Arizona, Chicago, Detroit, and New York. Okay. All right. I don't want to be a New York fan. Arizona. <laughs> All right. So, for the third round, we have a color wheel that we have uh, conjured up. And, oh, I forgot Cincinnati's in there also, by the way. Uh, We're going to eliminate two teams with a color wheel. So we're setting up the color wheel now. And the colors of the teams that it lands on will be eliminated. For example, Cincinnati. If it lands on orange, Cincinnati's out. If it lands on red. Arizona is out. We got a different color for each team, so that's good. That actually worked out. Worked out really?
2: Worked out really Uh, well? All right. Is there any... Yeah, the Cardinals have black. Yep. All right, I think we got all the colors. Okay. If... Yeah. All right. Spin the we'll wheel. Spin. spin the wheel, please. <laughs> Orange is out. Oh, the oh! Bengals! Okay. Good bangles night, Bengals and the Bears bangles. and the Bears and the Bears.
1: Oh shoot. Okay. So we're left with Arizona, Detroit, and New York. All right. Arizona, Detroit, and New York. Through my teams. fandom is being decided by a color wheel. <laughs> are we gonna
2: spin the color again?
1: Let's do it one more time. Alright, I gotta get rid of orange now. Yeah, and so let's let's just have blue, red, and green. Blue, red, green. Um, yeah. Alright. This is intense, guys. Blue, I red, never thought it would come to this. Okay, three colors left. And we'll eliminate whichever one it lands Spin on. Spin the wheel. Red! The no. Cardinals are eliminated! <laughs> I'm in good hands, guys. I'm, I'm either Lions Lions a Lions fan or Jets fan. Or New York you're I can't be a Jets fan. You're definitely not a bandwagoner. Uh, All actually, right, Jared. Assign each a number. Oh, man. All right. How we going to do this? We have a random number
0: generator. I do have a random number generator set between Should one just, and two. It'll just choose one or two. All right.
1: Um, Detroit is going to be one. Okay. Detroit one, New York two. Yep. Oh boy. Let's and the random this.
0: number is
1: Drum roll please. <sharp inhale> 2 No!
2: <laughs> Seven year Jets fan. I'm a Jets fan. Oh, After
0: all of no. that, he's
2: a Jets fan. So Jared is officially
1: a Jets fan. Storybook ending, folks. Yeah, man! <laughs> okay, all right. Right. This is pathetic. I feel terrible. That worked out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really want to be a Detroit fan.
0: Oh sorry, you are now a New York Jets fan. You are a um,
1: mom's friends fan. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I, I feel obligated to get a Zach Wilson jersey Got now. That dog you should get that, folks. Shirt, that throwing
0: bombs and. And Dayton Moms. And yeah, yeah, that's a better word. Throwing bombs, bombs at Dayton Moms. Throwing yeah,
2: Dayton Moms. Well, okay.
0: Before we move into the meat of our episode, our dating. Mac preview, we have a quick little ad break, so enjoy that.
2: This episode of the Royal Strong and True podcast is brought to you by Stanley. Mm. Have you ever wanted a container of water? That will not fit in your backpack water bottle holder. Can't say I have. No, I, um, me neither. Have you ever wanted one that doesn't seal, so if it falls over, it spills? I've um, never
0: considered it. Yeah,
2: I. I mean, oh. if I want, if it was gonna spill,
1: yeah. I would want it to like spill, spill. Oh. So like the water's gushing out
2: everywhere. So not just like yeah. a slight annoying spill, right? Okay. No, like water's over the entire floor now. Mm. Well, maybe I'll have to reconsider this. Um, Have you ever wanted some that are made famous by Draper Moms? Ooh. uh, Uh, If so, Stanley water bottle cup holders containers are the thing for you. Oh, baby! Wow! Thank you. Well, uh, welcome back,
1: everybody. Uh, just a reminder that that ad was not for Stanley Yelnats, and, and it was awesome. not for the Stanley Cup. Nope. As in the NHL trophy. Yes. No, sir. Far, Far from it. Just, just to clarify. Just to clarify. Just to clarify. Uh, anyway, now we're going to hop into the... Blah, 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 the meat. The meat. the Yes. and potatoes. Episode. Yes. And potatoes. Those potatoes. Please not boil. That had enough of those in Peru. Um, for those who don't know... The MAC is the conference of Maction. Oh, is it? Literally, the conference website is getsomemaction.com. Get some Maction. So, for those that don't know, Maction comes from the weekday nights promoted on ESPN in November, where teams in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest play each other in frigid weather when the sun has been down for hours, uh, late at night. And it's snowing or sleeting or below freezing. Well, it's always below freezing, I guess, Mm -hmm. right? This is like... Michigan, Ohio. Yeah, exactly. You know, where it gets to the frigid tundra of the United States. Um, Anyway, they play on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights instead of playing at 10 a.m. when it's recently or, you know, relatively warm. When
2: it's daytime.
1: When it's daytime.
2: Can't Uh, play during school hours. Oh,
1: of course not.
2: Of course not. Even on Saturday.
1: But let me tell you, these games bring in the Monet. Yes, they do. Ah. The top midweek games from the last couple of years have hit viewership numbers such as, get this, Mm -hmm. 622,000, 771,000, and even 856,000 viewers. And we're talking like Wednesday nights. Yeah, that is not (laughs) bad at all for a
0: weekday for
1: bottom-of-the-barrel G5 teams.
0: That barely know how to play football going at each other. <laughs> Maction is one of the most beautiful things on television. And it will get you through your week when you're sitting there like, oh, there's no college football until Friday or Saturday. No, of course, there's Maction, baby. And it's on Tuesday. Yeah. Or Wednesday.
1: Yes. Or Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Or Friday. Yeah. Anyway, for some context, if you play that game, like every Saturday in the fall, right, there's anywhere between like 55 and 75 games a day. These are top thirty numbers. Yep. And so that's how much that's how much people care about Mac. Now the students hate it because it's the middle of the night and it's freezing. And but then you, they have to get their homework done. They have to get their homework yeah. done. But we love it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm just gonna rattle off some biggest names from the Mac because you know people don't know a lot of good players actually do come from the Mac, such yeah. as Big Ben. He was a Steelers quarterback. Played for Miami, Ohio. Wow, Big Ben. Julian Edelman. He played quarterback for Kent State, wide receiver for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, the the is he now on the Chargers? I think he is now on the Chargers. Yeah, he's a DN for East. Buffalo. Jordan Lynch, do you guys remember him? Jordan he almost Lynch. won the Heisman at NIU, in yes. 2013. And then most recently, we had Corey Davis and Sky Moore now with the Jets and Chiefs, respectively. So the MAC is not just a garbage league; they are actually good players mm-hmm. that come out of the MAC, and. After that little monologue about the Mac, because we love it, we do. I love the Mac. Let's get into the divisions, East and West. Let's start with the East, and let's give you some win totals, baby. Win totals. Let's
0: get
2: it.
0: So as we do every time we're going to go through the East and the West, we're going to run through the teams in alphabetical order. Starting off with the East, we have a school that has uh, kind of struggled in the past few years. The Zips of Akron, Ohio, whose win total is set at two and a half. Akron Zips. Two and a
2: half is not a lot of wins. What do you guys feel? Under. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. I'm going under. This team should be relegated. I like it. Relegation of the Zips. <laughs> that's hot take, Dan. Actually, yep. that's, that's
1: not freezing cold because it's November in Ohio. Yep. Um, I am also taking the under. All right. <laughs> They have a toss up with St. Francis, St. <laughs> Francis <A> toss up, <laughs> and then a toss up with Bowling Green and Central Michigan. Both of the, all three of those games are at home. But sorry, your name is Akron. You're not winning all three. Give me the under.
0: Yeah, I only have one secure win on the schedule. I have two toss ups and a third toss up. Ooh, but they, there's no way they're winning three more games. No way they're winning two more games. If if anything they win one more they're so bad they only got one Maxion game they only have one weekday game Maxion wow. didn't even give them any games so
2: yeah give me the under that's very telling
1: yeah all right um well we go from the worst team in the Mac to maybe the second worst team in oh, the Mac like equally as bad equally Pretty as
2: bad. bad still yeah
1: um one of my favorite teams uh, just because listen to his name Bowling Green bowling Bowling green green. sounds like some proper football right there (laughs) (laughs) it does but guess what their colors are brown Brown and orange where's the green (laughs) where's the green it went bowling (laughs)
2: oh boy
1: um anyway they fun fact returning 92 percent of production whoa number one in the country Mm -hmm. however that production got them four wins last year yep so over under is now two and a half what are you guys
2: thinking over. Ooh. Oh, go, over on Bowling Green. I am high on Bowling Green. I'm not saying they'll be bowling in December, <laughs> let alone January. But I think they will win more than two games. Okay. Hand me that over. All right.
0: I'm taking the over as well on Bowling Let's Green. Let's go, go. They have a win versus Eastern Kentucky. Ak- Akron is a toss-up. Mm, so yeah. give me at Akron as a win. Can they win one more game? They have four Maction games, two Tuesday games, two Wednesday games. Two of them are at home. Give me one dumb victory there to
1: reach the over. Let's go. Oh, all right. Hey, people forget, Bowling Green beat Minnesota last year. Oh, yeah. my goodness. 13-6. 13-6. 13-6. Yeah. It was a rock fight. It's like a lacrosse game. Um, High-scoring lacrosse game. Uh, I am also taking the over. Give me that over. There's... One win, three toss-ups. I'm going to give them two because of all that experience. Give me the over I'm Bowling Green. Bowling Green. I think we can yeah, all agree yeah. they will not be bowling, though. No. Like, like Dan not. said, I right. 100% agree. Go. Fair. All right. Uh, let's move on to the New York State mm, of well Buffalo. Said. But not the Bills, the Bulls. Mm, the Buffalo Bulls. Buffalo Bulls. Um, yeah, so they're not very good either, I don't think. Um, they're over-under set at five, though. So, significantly better than the other two. True. But, I think I uh, am going to take the under. Oh, you're taking the under then. Yeah, I got three wins. Akron, UMass, and Holy Cross. Uh, Holy Cross could be tricky. you got to watch out for that one. Yeah. Um, and then they have four toss-ups that are all on the road. Ooh. I don't think they will win two or three of those. Maybe they win two. They'd not win in three, though. I think four and seven or four and eight is much more
2: likely than six and six. Give me the under. Yeah, I had the under as well. Um, just kind of off of vibes with this one. <laughs> mm, Buffalo Bulls is quite a step down from Buffalo Bills. It's giving under um, vibes. Yeah, it's. I'm just feeling the under here. Can't argue with
1: your gut.
0: Yeah. Can't argue with vibes. Vibe check. And it's also an under for me. I have three surefire wins on the schedule. I do think they will get to five. I think five is the right number. But getting to six, I think, is absolutely impossible when your non-con is at Maryland and at Coastal Carolina. At least schedule one G5 team that you can beat. With that, maybe they would have hit the over, but they didn't do that, so give me the under.
1: Alright, uh, we are all lockstep so far So done? far uh, Let's move on to the Kent State Golden Flashes
2: oh. How are you guys thinking of this team? Uh, first, let's get it out of the way No, Kent is not a state No, true, true. Kent true. is not a state I think we should make that clear mm. Second of all, let me read their non-conference schedule mm. Oh boy At Washington Ooh. At Oklahoma Ooh. Home against Long Island. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then to wrap up the non con at the George Bulldogs. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Give me the under for Kent State. <laughs> I don't even care what the other games are.
1: <laughs> so their win total is set at five
0: and a half, they're going to go one and three in non con. And the worst part about it is the hardest teams in the MAC, they get right after that stretch. No buy or anything. They get Ohio at home. But then they have to go to Miami, Ohio, and to Toledo, arguably two of the best teams in the MAC. They're not going to be able to be physically able to play in those games, basically. They might be struggling to have enough roster pieces, so I'm going under as well.
1: All right. Uh, this is where we differ, everyone. Oh. I'm taking the over. Okay. All right. I do think that they are. Uh, differ alert. They're definitely going differ one and three. three. Differ I alert. Do not think there's an upset on there. Um, however. If you schedule those three, that tells me that you are just looking to get paid. Mm-hmm. You're not looking to really try. They're wow. going to be playing their second stringers a lot.
0: Not going to show anything schematically. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. They're going to play
1: safe, not get injured. They'll be like Robert and I out there. Exactly. <laughs> Quarterback draw. Exactly. So, yes, you get the hard teams on the front half of the schedule in the MAC. However, you get Akron by and then four very winnable games. Three of the easiest teams on the schedule finish out the year. I think they'll win those last three weeknight games. They're going bowling, baby. All right. Give me Kent State in a bowl game.
2: All right. Next up, we have Miami. Miami. Ooh, Justin's Miami. Which Miami, you might ask? Well, Miami, Ohio. Oh, uh, the real Miami. Yes. Uh, the real you. Um. Mm-hmm. The Red Hawks. Is okay. their mascot and something interesting came up when I googled them. Oh it says they are a top fifty public university. Oh my. Wow. Wow, good for so them. In what metric? Take that for whatever you will.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, their win total is six point five. Ooh How are you guys feeling about this Miami team? That's
0: pretty high. Our first Mac team with over six wins. Yeah. Wow. Um wanna look at Miami, Ohio. They also made the mistake of scheduling a bad non-con at Kentucky versus Robert Morris, of course you're gonna win that. But then they play Cincy. Ooh. Then they go to Northwestern, which isn't a killer, but Northwestern I do think has like the guys to physically overpower Miami, Ohio. Probably, yeah. So they're probably gonna end up one and three there. But then can they get five more wins? I'm gonna say no. I Ooh. think they will win six games, but I'm
2: going under on this one. As well. I'm also going under. Oh, looks like a six and six year for the Red Hawks. Interesting. I'm going over. Oh. Okay.
1: See, I have five wins in penciled in okay. Robert Morris at mm-hmm. Buffalo, yeah. at Bowling Green, okay. at Akron, and home versus Ohio in Maction. Okay. Can they get two more? I think they have a shot against Ball State and Kent State. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a shot against Western Michigan at home. Western Michigan is a little better, but it's going to be at home in October. I'm going over. They return their starting quarterback and four offensive linemen, oh, and that's what's shoot. giving me the push to the over. So I'm saying seven wins.
0: All right, fair enough. Staying in the great non-existent state of Ohio, we are going to talk about Ohio. Oh, no. just Ohio. How about that? Ohio University or the University of Ohio? I don't really know. I think it's Ohio University. I think it's Ohio University. The Bobcats.
1: Let me just say, I hate it when people say, oh, Ohio played well today against Michigan State or something. Like, they didn't play Michigan State! Okay? That is why it is the Ohio State University and just Ohio. They do play at Penn State week two, though. Oh. Confusing. (laughs) Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> their win total is set at
0: five and a half. What are you guys feeling about the Bobcats?
1: Uh, I'm not really confident about this one, but I'm taking the under. Mm. Mainly just because people call Ohio State Ohio, so I
2: don't like Ohio, so I'm taking the under. Mm, this is a tricky one for me. I could see it going either way, but I'm going to say over. Mm-hmm. I think they get two wins in their non com <laughs> One against Fordham. Fordham. And maybe an FAU win. Uh Yeah. FAU comes to Ohio. um, they just need to win four more in the Mac, which I think is doable for this team. Okay.
0: I think the stars have aligned for this Ohio Bobcats team. All four of their matching games are on Tuesday. They're oh. constant. They're not all over the place. Oh, Interesting. They get Miami, Ohio on the road, Ball State on the road, but then they get Bowling Green and Buffalo both at home. Those are both Dubs. very winnable games. Dubs. They can beat FAU. They can beat Fordham. I- I- Iowa State will suck this year. The Metrics will tell you that Ohio can't compete, but I think they will. Ooh. Because Iowa State does not have uh. an offense. Give me the over on this one. Whoa! Dan and I are in absolute lockstep so far.
1: Let's my go. first over in the MAC. Y'all are wild. Sorry, That's your first s- over? Oh. My second over. Okay, I, t- I
2: took the over on Bowling Green as well. Powerhouse so Bowling Green.
0: I don't know if what I've chosen is mathematically possible, but give me the
1: over on Ohio. That's awesome. Um, okay, now moving into the West Division, we got Ball State. Balls State? Balls State? Yes. Now, is ball a state? Yeah. Ball is a state.
2: Okay. I think we all agree.
1: Yeah. A state of mind. Ball is state.
0: It's a, a state, state of state. being. Ball is life. Why can't it be a state? Yeah, exactly. Ball we is play. everything.
1: Ball ball is life. hmm State. Ball's life state. Ball's life state. So what do you guys Sponsored thinking? Sponsored by LeVar Ball. Ooh. So what are you guys thinking about Ball's life state? <laughs> so there went <one> total. <laughs> it said <at> four <laughs> and a half.
0: I think they'll get a win at Murray State. Georgia Southern, that was probably a good non-con selection in the past. But Georgia Southern, I do think, has the guys to win, especially at home. Yeah. I do not think they will get to five wins. I think four is the right number. I'm going under. I'm going to have to go
2: over here. Whoa, oh, Dan, you've broken up our dance. Strictly for one reason. They have UConn on their schedule <laughs> at home. Yeah, they do. That's an automatic dub right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've got Murray State dub, Georgia Southern toss up. I could see it going either way. And then they need two more wins. They do have four Tuesday games. Can Stars they do it? Lining. I say yes. Give me that over.
1: I'm with Dan. I'm gone. The I'm on the over. I think you win UConn. You win UConn. You win your Murray State game. Um, Eastern Michigan and Central Michigan. They should both. Probably win. And then you got two toss-ups, Ohio and Kent State. I think they win one of those. I have them power-rated to win 4.71 games. Oh, my goodness. So I'm going over. Not super confident, but I'm going over. All right. Next up, we're going to
0: the state of Michigan, where we have plenty of directions to go. Here we go. The directional Michigan schools that cause lots of havoc. One of the favorites to win the MAC Central Michigan win total set at 7.5.
2: Central Michigan, Central. Central.
0: We're starting in the center. Center. Um, well, so let's sense.
2: let's explain their non-con situation. Okay. At Oklahoma State. Ooh, mm. tough. Versus Southern Alabama. That's gonna be a good game. I'm high on South Alabama. Versus Bucknell. 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 And then at Penn State. Mm. Uh, that's probably no. So not the easiest. No. To be fair. But neither the MAC is not very difficult. At the same time. <laughs> but i'm going under. Okay? Going under. I just I this is another vibes pick. I don't think they can win 8 games.
1: Okay. I'm with Dan. I'm a skeptic. I have this as a hard
2: under. A hard under. Okay. I see no
1: reason to believe in this team. They do wow. have Jim McElwain at coach, but they're returning 52% of production. That's bad. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's really bad. That's 114th. Oh. Um they Lost basically their entire defense. They lost their two best offensive linemen. They play a brutal non-con. They're going to go 1-3. and And then listen to this. At Toledo, home against Ball State, at NIU, home against Western Michigan. There's just too many L's. I don't think they'll get to six wins. I think five is the ceiling for this team. Give me that under.
2: Strong words from Jared. So I do have the ceiling set at eight, which would lean
0: toward the over. But I do not trust Central Michigan to win all of the games that it should. So I'm also taking the under as well. We are unified on the Central Michigan pick.
2: All right. Let's move to the rising sun. Mm. We have Eastern Michigan next. Their total is set at 5.5. What do you guys think?
0: So Jared slammed the under on Central. I'm slamming the over on Eastern. Wow. I think Eastern is actually like... A lot better school than what they showed last year. I think that they are a good program. They do have money. Okay, You have to remember, a booster offered $1 million to Caleb Williams to come there. So Eastern Michigan does actually sneakily have some NIL money to draw some people there. I think they beat Eastern Kentucky. They beat Buffalo. They beat Massachusetts. They beat Ball State, Akron, and Kent State. They will beat Akron and Kent State on the road. I honestly believe it. Give wow. me the over on Eastern Michigan.
2: Ooh. I'm saying the same thing. Ooh. Over for Eastern Michigan. Woohoo! Um their other non con games are Louisiana Lafayette. Late That's, that's toughy. I have that as a dub, but they're still getting the over, and then they have Arizona State a little forks up moment. Mm. For Jared. Um but yeah, give me that over for Eastern Michigan.
1: Interesting. See I'm going with the under here. So, we have the three wins, Eastern Kentucky, UMass, and Akron, Mm -hmm. right? Those are for sure. Now, two games you probably should win, Buffalo and Central Michigan. Two games that, uh, or I guess five games that you definitely will lose, Toledo, NIU, Western Michigan, Arizona State, and ULL, right? And that leaves you with two games, Ball State and Kent State. Now, both of these teams are around Eastern Michigan, I would say, in power rating scale, but they play them both on the road. I just don't see it happening with the way the Mac cookie crumbles. They'll split their should wins and shouldn't wins. I'm taking the under. Five wins All is right. a ceiling. Five and seven for Eastern Michigan.
0: Have fun taking that L at the end of the season, Jared. <laughs> Woo! Let's head up north to the state of Illinois where we will talk about the wonderful NIU Huskies who became last year the first team to ever go to go from zero conference wins one year to winning their conference the next. Oh yeah. So we got the Huskies. Their win total is set at seven. How are you feeling?
2: Over Gimme that over. Non-conference, they've got Eastern Illinois. Oh, (laughs) Never even heard of that. Regional one. rival. <laughs> They've got Tulsa, Vanderbilt, oh. and then at Kentucky. Okay. I think they start off 3-1. and one. There's winnable games on that side. Then they're well on their way. I can They can get five more wins to eight. Give me that over.
1: Good pick, Dan. I am so high on this Northern Illinois team. Their quarterback's name, Rocky Lombardi.
0: That's an Thanks. incredible name.
1: Literally the best name ever. Incredible name. Rocky Balboa mixed with Vince Lombardi. 10 out of 10. That, That's all you need to know. But get this. Most of their defense is back. They return 83% of production, good for 6th in the nation, and they get 4 vet O-linemen back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, regardless of what they do in the, in the non-con, I see 7 wins in the MAC. Oh my goodness. And Ooh. if you can beat Eastern Illinois, you can beat Tulsa, you can beat Vandy... I'm really high on this team. I think they're going to be a top 25 team this year. Give me that over. Going to Tulsa, I do think, will be a little harder than you guys are giving it credit for. I have Tulsa winning that
0: game 67% of the time on a neutral field. Ooh, do so, yeah. I do. Regardless, I'm taking the over because I do think this team Let's will win it. eight games. I think Northern Illinois <laughs> goes eight and four. Lockstep unity for the podcast. Over on Northern Illinois,
1: love it. We are Northern Illinois fans. We are officially an, an NIU podcast. Like Huskies, yeah. I love that. Um, now, probably the favorite uh, to win the MAC mm-hmm. is a team that doesn't like Zach Wilson's thumb. Nope. Oh, um, they play mm-hmm. in a glass bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are the Toledo. What are they? Rockets. Rockets. Toledo Rockets. Oh, that's, that's right. I just I'm like trying to picture their mascot. And I'm like. Don't know what it is. But anyway, it's Toledo. It's just a straight rocket. Yeah, it's like a yellow rocket. Not red. Not
2: red. Nope. No red rockets. Wow. Red rocket.
1: Okay. Well, um, they got a definite L at Ohio State, a C- probable 100. L at San Diego State. Over-unders at eight, though. That's pretty high for a MAC team, I will say. Like, that's really high for a MAC team. What are you guys doing? Do you guys think nine and three maybe seven and five what way are you guys leaning <sighs> hmm this is a really tough one for
0: me because like when I when I run it through the power ratings when I run it through the statistics I have this team going ten and two
1: that's a lot of wins
2: hmm
0: now that is does have a toss-up so maybe it can drop down to nine and three okay I just don't know that I trust Toledo Toledo okay. is known in the MAC for being like kind of like BYU, just choking. They okay. just lo- they just love to choke and they love to lose games that they shouldn't. Because of that, I think they'll win eight games. T- to me, seven is just more probable than nine, so I'm gonna go under on Toledo.
1: Five of their six losses last year were by three points or less. Hmm. So the choke factor, like you said, Dan, true. How you feeling on this one?
2: Um, I'm gonna have to go over. Ooh. I don't think Toledo is necessarily a juggernaut, but they are in the MAC. I think there's a lot of easy wins out there to be had. I think they'll win most of the games they should win. Maybe a few surprise wins as well in their schedule. I'm going to give it a very hesitant over. Oh, okay. This is me on the over.
1: Ding, 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 ding! I'm going over. I am very high on this Toledo team. Non-hesitant over. Uh, Their quarterback, Daquan Finn. Mm. Great player. Daquan Finn. They also get four O-linemen back. I don't Uh, know what it is with these Max schools. They should be good on offense. Now listen to this. Defense, they get five all-conference defensive starters back.
2: What the heck?
1: (laughs) Out of 11 all-conference players on the first-team defense, they had five of them and they're all back. They're all returning. <laughs> uh, two names to look out for, D and Deswan, Des Des Desjuan, sorry. Deswan <laughs> Johnson and outside linebacker Jamal Hines. These guys are really good. They're probably going to be up for defensive player of the year in the MAC. I have them winning way more than 8 games. I think 9 or 10 is in the cards. Game of the year week 6 at NIU. That'll decide who wins the West Division, but Toledo's going to be a top 25 team. Mark my words, it's not going to happen now that I said it, but I'm saying it anyway. Give me that over. All right.
2: Okay. Pretty emphatic, Jerry. Emphatic over.
0: Let's move back over to the frozen cold tundra of Michigan, where we have another directional school that we have to address. This time, we're going to the Sunset, to Western Michigan. The Broncos, how are you feeling about their win total set of six? I
1: like this team. I really do. Kamsu. I don't know why. Because, I mean, they have two good running backers. Running backers.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, they combined for almost 2,000 yards, so that's pretty good. Um, but they only return 45% of production, which if you don't know, hmm. that's bottom five yep. in FBS. Yeah, but for true. some reason, I just have this feeling that they're going to win seven games. They're over-unders at six. I feel like they're going to win seven. I think they could win eight. I'm taking the over.
2: I don't know why, but I'm taking it. Okay. I'm joining you, Jared. Yes! I think they might struggle at the beginning with their no returning production. Right. Uh, and especially if they play teams like Michigan State, oof. Pitt, oof, uh, San Jose State, S- S- solid Mountain West team. Um, but I think they're going to heat up towards the end of the season and get to seven wins.
0: Riddle me this. Pitt lost to Western Michigan last year at Pitt. Wild. With Kenny Pickett. Wild. Their what? offensive coordinator is now gone, and so is Kenny Pickett. And now the head coach, Pat Narduzzi, is wanting to just straight up run the ball. Which is stupid. Because he doesn't want to throw the ball.
1: They, they were incredible throwing the ball last year. Which is
0: absolutely asinine. So I think they'll actually beat Pitt. I really do think they'll beat Pitt at home. I have them actually... The win total set at six. I have them starting six and one. Whoa! <laughs> really? I have them finishing seven and five. <laughs> so one and four in their last five games. Interesting. So I do think the over will hit. Not super strongly, though. I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm taking the over on this team. Seven wins Let's is go. what they will end up at.
1: All right. Um, can everybody just please mark your calendars? Okay. Maxion in November. NIU... And Toledo both go to Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be insane games. Yes, yes Those are. three teams are the leaders of the division. They're going to be playing in Western Michigan. I think it's Kalamazoo. Yep. That's literally the place that they Kalamazoo. play at. <laughs> that's going to be wild. That's going to be a spectacle. So tune
0: in for those. NIU plays Western Michigan on a Wednesday. Toledo plays Western Michigan
1: on a Friday. Dude, that's... And that's Rivalry Weekend Friday. Oh, just get your popcorn ready. Why are Western Michigan and Toledo playing <laughs> in
0: Rivalry Week? I don't know, but I love it. Give it to the Eastern and Central Michigan get each other, so Western Michigan just got the leftovers. <laughs> yeah, the Toledo. Hey, I like it.
1: Um, anyway, that wraps it up for the division. So now let's kind of go through. Let's give our division winners. Um, I think it's going to be a lot easier to pick the champion than it is going to be... Pick the division champions because I feel like there's one division that is far and away the better division. But yep. I wanna yeah. I want to hear from you guys. I agree. I agree. Um, let's start with the East. Who we think? Who who are we thinking? The East. I'm backing
2: East? Miami. Ooh. Miami <laughs> of Ohio. I like that pick, even damn. though I have the under. I think at six and six, they're gonna win the, <laughs> the East. Okay, <laughs> I'd be very chuffed if that happened.
0: I have the Bobcats in the East. Actually, give me Ohio winning this conference or winning not the conference. Oh, the Um, conference
1: to be determined. Winning this division. Okay, I'm with Dan. I also have Miami Ohio. All right. Uh, I have them winning the East. Now, who do you guys got winning the
0: West? The West, arguably (sighs) the stronger, much stronger side of the conference.
2: Slightly
1: stronger, maybe. Dude, this is a hard one. Yeah. yeah, this is a lot harder. For me, it's between three teams. I don't know about you guys, but it, for me, it's between NIU, Toledo, and Western Michigan. Okay, yeah, I got I, two teams. Okay, I think it's probably Northern Illinois and Toledo. Yeah. Probably the better teams, right? That's the two I had. I have the over on both of them, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hedge my bets. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm picking Northern Illinois to win
2: the division. Classic Jared move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who are you taking, Dan? Uh, I'm picking Northern Illinois as well. Okay. The Huskies. I like this team. All right. Fair enough. I'm gonna go. See, everything in my like
0: logic is telling me Toledo. Okay. That Toledo is going okay. to win. Logic.
1: Okay. Careful.
2: But
0: something is nagging about me, nagging me about this Western Michigan team. Mmm. Mm. So honestly, forgive, give me Western Michigan.
2: Okay. Wow.
1: Okay. Western right. I, Western Michigan and Ohio. Oh, gosh. I'm going to suck at this conference. (laughs) wonder when the last time those teams met in the MAC championship. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Actually, uh,
0: uh, don't. Matt, I can't. can't Hands off the chess
2: piece. I can't take it. (laughs) Maybe I'll my best. Card played.
1: Yes. Uh, All right. So who are you taking out of those two? Western Michigan. Okay. Give
0: me Western Michigan
1: (laughs) for the MAC championship. At least you didn't go with Ohio. If NIU could do it, Western Michigan can too. (laughs) All right, uh, Dan, who are you taking? NIU, baby, they're winning the MAC. Okay. I'm going to take Toledo over oh. Miami of Ohio to win the MAC. But they didn't even make the championship game. See, it's called a win win. Yes. No matter what happens, unless neither of those teams make it, they won't because Ohio and Western Michigan are going to make it. See, if that happens, <laughs> I fadoodled myself. You've
2: but uh, yourself. I'm hedging
1: my bets, going to NIU to win the division, but Toledo to win the conference. Don't ask me how it works, but it does. And this it is will. the second time you've hedged your bets, Jared. Yeah, it's becoming a trend. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait. It's the Big 12's coming up. Big oh Pac God. 12. Oh goodness. Dude, the Pac-12 with like the uh, no divisions me. anymore? Excuse me. Oh yeah. Call them by the correct name, please. Pac-10. The, Pac, you, 10 the conference. Pac-10. The Maybe soon to be the Pac-9. Mm? Oh, what's U of A. This? Mm?
0: Wait, what's, the, what's with U of A? <laughs> U of A seems like they really, really want to jump ship. Really? Arizona State did, then didn't, but apparently now does want to again. But now the Big 12 is like, uh, we don't want you anymore, Arizona State. So the, oh,
2: that's awkward.
1: The leak I saw was that Arizona, it was an Arizona source, so it's not talking about any other source. Wildcat Authority. It's just about Arizona. The Wildcat Authority guy. Yeah, I don't know who it was, but yeah. I heard it from Dennis Dodd. He's a 24-7 uh, Arizona guy. Okay, but he said, um, in Dennis Todd's article, he said that the Big Twelve and Arizona are having extensive talks. Oh, extensive talks! Yes, extensive. And also that the Big Ten is evaluating, which is bull because they are evaluating everybody, right? Yeah. (laughs) Stanford, Cal, Oregon, and Washington.
2: Stanford and Cal. Just but (laughs) Kevin Warren.
1: That's hilarious. Kevin Warren said that no moves will happen until after the Big Ten's media rights deal mm. has been announced in the Green Right, right. So I expect it to kind of move, kind of like last year with Oklahoma and Texas, BYU didn't get in until week three of the season, or yeah. week two of the season, right? So. I expect if there will be any more realignment, it will take a couple months just like that. I think
0: there's going to be a lot of news here in the next week because Jormac mm. takes officially office. August oh, true, 1st, true. the Pac-12 media negotiations end, I think, August 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh-oh. 3rd or 4th. Uh, August 3rd or 4th. So whether or not they sign with ESPN or go to market, which it sounds like they're going to go to market, is it, it should be interesting to see. So honestly, look out in the next couple weeks, I
1: think. For some all right. Course. All right. I think we can all agree that there will be news at some point, though. We're not done I agree with that. It's not over. Yep. All right. Any parting words?
2: Beep over till it's over
1: those are good ones Lenny Kravitz baby. amen alright anybody uh, want the last starburst uh, I'm good well, I'll take it alright there you go um, yeah thanks for tuning in though <laughs>
0: alrighty everybody thank you for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast if you listen this far in go to our latest Instagram post and comment the word
1: caution just caution I mean, we'll take any comment, though. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out hey, there.
0: Hey, shout-out to you guys. You, you, I mean, blew up relatively our Big Ten posts. <laughs> our Big Ten posts actually did get more than 10 likes. Let's go! Pretty soon, yes. we are going to surpass the amount of posts that we've had. Double digits. Our, the amount of posts that we have is going to surpass the amount of followers that we have. So please give us a shout-out. <laughs> make sure you're giving us a follow at Loyal LoyalToRoyalPod on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star review, share it with your friends, and make sure to download we love you guys. We'll see you next
1: time. Thank you. I just remembered I'm a Jets fan now. Yeah. Sing <laughs> it. Go, Jets. <laughs>